Amen. I want to appreciate God for this great opportunity given to me by my father and my mother. Our father started the series of which he planned to continue today even though he's not in Nigeria. But the network was so bad that we could not connect. So he asked me to stand and wear the oversized shoe to, to match us to our place of destiny. Hallelujah. Mommy, I thank you for this privilege. I thank Daddy in essential, And I know as you hear this word, God will bless you in the name of Jesus. Don't you never say neighbor, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Don't worry, we have just done the part one. We are going to do part two. I hope we know what today is in Majestica Church. Yeah, it's our, our day of what? Thanksgiving and testimony. So we will have more time to worship God, to praise God, and God will bless us in the name of Jesus. Choir, please be ready for that because I have only a few minutes for who to understand what Thanksgiving is all about. Hallelujah. Exodus, Deuteronomy chapter 7, and I'll be reading from verse 1. Deuteronomy 7, media, please help me. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord said that someone is going home with a testimony. He said, when the Lord that God shall bring thee into the land with that thou goest to possess, he said, and had cast out many nations before thee, the Hittite and the Jezusite and the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. Let's go down. He said, when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, that shall smite them and utterly destroy them. That shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. We are reading down to 15. It said, Neither shall thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shall thou take unto thy son. He said, For they will, for they will return away. That son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. He said, but thou shall ye deal with them. Ye shall destroy their altars and break down their images and cut down their groves and burn their graving images with fire. For that are unholy people unto the Lord thy God. Who are you? A holy people. The Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. You know you are special. To be a special people unto himself. And above all people that are upon the face of the earth. So you are above so many people. The Lord did not set his love upon you. Nor choose you. Because you, yet we are more in number than any people. For yet we are fewer of all people. He said, but because the Lord loves you. Say the Lord love me. Do you know that you are important? Do you know that God loves you so much? Why are you still living? Why are you still alive after all the bad things you have done? He kept you for a purpose. He allowed you to live because he wants to make this of you. He allowed you to live because he wants to make a statement through you. Say, I am important. And that is why God kept me alive. Hallelujah. He said, keep out which he had, he had sworn unto your fathers. Had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Go down. Now, therefore that the Lord our God, he is God, the faithful God, which keep a covenant and mercy with them that love him 
and keep his commandment to a thousand generations and repay it them that hate him to their face to destroy them he will not be slack to him that hated him he will repay him to his face that shall therefore keep the commandment and the status and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. He said, Wherefore it shall come to pass if ye are hacking unto this judgment and keep and do them, that the Lord that God shall keep unto the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto their fathers, and he will love thee and bless thee and multiply. Somebody is not saying amen. He will also bless the fruit of the womb and the fruit of the land and the corn and the wine and the oil, the increase of the kind and the flocks of the sheep in the land which he has swear unto the fathers to give thee. That shall be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you and among your cattle. 15 last place now. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness. And he will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt without knowest upon thee. But, but we lay them upon all them that hate thee. Hallelujah. Say my enemy is in trouble. Hallelujah. I don't know. Your enemy may, might be one. But if they are more than one, they are in trouble. Hallelujah. This morning I want to bring to us a, a topic I captured triumphant triumphing by what by thanksgiving triumphing by thanksgiving most times we talk about thanksgiving most times we want to appreciate god most times we want to give god praise for what he has done but i want to bring it from the revelation shared about god's handmaid in our mother in faith few months ago he she shared with us what thanksgiving is all about understanding it in another perspective if i say how many of us have thanksgiving to give now some of you will, you will go back to your maybe your january expectation you run through the list that i ask god for five things number one i say i want to buy a car number two i say ah i want to start living in my own house not the one you build i've been squatting maybe with a friend I've been living with my family members, but I want to live him out. All this is he has not done it. So I don't have thanksgiving. I don't have what to appreciate God for. But I want you to know that thanksgiving is beyond those things. These are secondary aspects of thanksgiving. There are things we should thank God for. From where we read, if you discover, you know that God, the Bible mentioned more than the love of God. He mentioned it more than three, four times. The love of God. And that's where we are going to focus more on thanksgiving. For the fact that you are alive today is not because of how holy you have been living. It's not because of that strong relationship you have with God. No. It's because he has first loved you. He said, why we are yet sinners? He said, it's only because it's on Jesus who died for us. So even in that deep sin, he has loved you. Even in that evil you are doing, he has loved you. For if there is nothing to thank God for, thank him for his love. Am I talking to us? For the fact he loves you. For the fact that he did not allow that sin to destroy you. For the fact he did not allow that mistake to take away your destiny. It is enough to take him. For the fact he loves you. So we are taking this Thanksgiving today in the perspective of love 
from God. He loves us so much that he said that even the enemy he will not allow them to harm us. Though they shall gather against us, those that gather against you cannot come for you because there's a power that is in you. That is the power that will deliver you from the hand of the enemy. I know the evil might my gather around you. He said, but for your sake, I will protect you. The enemy will throw arrow at you. He said, for your sake, I will make the arrow to backfire on them. I don't know who has attacking you. I don't know who has been fighting you. But I come with the oil upon my father, Pastor David Toya. I declare that your enemies are surrendering now. In the name of Jesus, the love of God, it is so mighty enough to give him thanks. Forget what you are eating. Forget what you wear. Thank him for his love. Hallelujah. On Wednesday, I was coming to church and I passed two cars. I was so, so serious to know what happened. I saw a young man lying down dead. And when I entered here, I was discussing with Bro Hope. He said, ah, Did you see that? As I saw it. That was the end of the life of that young man. So, the love of God is what has kept us today. He first loved us even before you love him. So please, take your eyes off the things that has not happened now and fix your eyes for the fact he loves you. Hallelujah. Now we start by saying that as a child of God, issues will come. Things will confront you. But you must triumph in all of those things. Say amen. Challenges will come. Even though God has given us promises of protection. God has given us promises of provision. God has given us promises of restoration. He has given us promises of... If I tear this cup away from you, my people will continue to suffer. So bear the cup. I may deliver my people. So inside your problem is your provision. Somebody say problem. Say problem. Plus promise. Equals provision. So God has promised you yes. But it's not without a problem. So problem. Media. I don't want you to put problem plus promise. Equal what? Provision. Every of your problem is hidden inside what a promise and when you focus on that promise your provision must manifest hallelujah so when problem comes don't look at the problem look at the provision the promises of god that accompany the problem he said yes i know you are barren just like sarah but i know through this barrenness i will produce nations hallelujah and that is why me and you are standing today because the problem of Sarah brought about the promises of God and when that promises manifest every provision that Abraham needed Sarah needed begin to manifest I don't know the promises that God has made to you it looks as if your problem want to swallow the promises I want to let you know God cannot change he cannot fail is it because I know the thought I think towards you. It's not 
thought of it is not an evil thought. It is a thought with peace. And why must he come? Because there's an expectation for you. I don't know what your expectation is. I want to tell you this morning that expectation must manifest. In the name of Jesus, Satan might have hindered you. Well, let me tell you, it is not a hindrance. It is a divine waiting. When God has finished doing what he wants to do in your life, he will showcase you to your generation. Shout amen. So, problem will come. Media put it. Promise plus problem equals provision. You know, some people say, but Father, you said I will not suffer. Why am I suffering? I saw it in your world. He said, but whatever I lay my hand shall prosper. Why is it that this business is not moving? He said, no. It looks like it is a problem. But wait, focus on the promise. When I'm done doing what I'm doing with the promise, that thing that looks like a problem will no longer be a problem, but it will bring provision. Your provision is on the way coming. Your provision is on the way coming. In the name of Jesus. Hear this. Your promise or the promises of God for your life comes with a problem. Which takes you to the provision. God's promises for your life comes with a problem. But it will take you to your provision. The higher you go in spiritual realm, the more God promotes you physically. But the enemy will not rest until he see that what God wants to do in your life manifest. So most times when Satan comes to you, he comes to promote you. Say the attack of the enemy in my life. Say the attack of the enemy in my life is bringing me, bringing me to my provision. He's taking me to my place in destiny. Shout hallelujah. We are talking about triumphing by thanksgiving. If I must triumph in thanksgiving, what do I need to do? Or what? Why thanksgiving? Promise plus problem. Equal what? Provision. Please, if there's nothing you heard about today's message, go home with this. That the promises of God are real, but not without a problem. Problem will surface. But in the midst of that problem, see what awaits you. Hallelujah. How many of you have bought midnight candle to read? And especially when you are reading a difficult course. Where the lecturer is so tough as if he is the first son of the devil. And you are reading this course. Reading it with fear. But in the other side you are telling yourself you will succeed. I know I will pass this course. And all of a sudden you went into the exam hall with faith. But Satan attacked you with fear. You sat behind and said no. I know what God told me. He said my, my, my brain is like a pen of a ready writer. He said there is a spirit of man. The inspiration of God Almighty gave them understanding. I have understanding over this course. And I must pass it. All of a sudden. That which you read that you have forgotten. Began to come back. Before you know start writing. Start writing. When the result comes out. You discover that even what you desire to have, you have more than that. There are courses you give yourself C. At the end, you saw A. Why? Because it is not your ability. It is divine ability that helps you to pass it. Somebody shout Amen. Hallelujah. Israel chapter 3 verse 11. We thank God. Why do we thank God? Why do we thank God? Why thanksgiving? Number one, I've said it before. Because he loved us. We are not thanking him because he gave us a car. 
We are not thanking him because he gave us a shade. We are thanking him first because of his love. Israel chapter 3 verse 11. The love of God has been shared among us. The love of God is so deep that even the enemy cannot touch it. He said, and they sang together by cause in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord. Because he is good, for his mercy endureth forever towards us, towards me, temple, towards you seated here, towards us as sons and daughters of Majestic Church. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Go down now. But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers who we are ancient men that had seen the face of the house with the foundation of the house was laid before their eyes were with a loud voice and many shouted aloud with joy. Go down now. So the people could not decide the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people for the people shouted with a loud shout and the noise was heard afar off. Now these people are expected to be sorrowful. They are expected to be carried away with the circumstances of life. They are expected to be carried away with the conditions of life. They say no. I know the promises of God. Even though I'm going through this thing now, I know what God has said about me. That is my focus. Satan, the devil, you cannot make me to shift away my focus. For what God has said must surely come to pass. Did they take your man from you? Did they take your woman from you? Did they take that job from you? Don't focus on that. Because the Bible says, I know they taught that thing to us. Think the thought of God. Not what man has done to you. Not what your boss did to you. Not what people did to you. Think of what God has said concerning you. Hallelujah. Because we love him. Because we love us. He love us. That should be your focus. When you want to thank him, don't focus on car. Thank him for the love. Number two, why do we thank God? We thank God for his righteousness. We thank God for his righteousness. We are righteous today, not by our doing. We are righteous today, not by what we have done. We are righteous today because it is a gift from God. Because of the gift of righteousness. Though you pay the price to maintain righteousness. But righteousness is a, righteousness is a gift from God. We can brag today that I'm born again. There are people that have this opportunity that you had today to be born again, but they could not. So why are we thanking God? We are thanking Him because of salvation and righteousness. Have you gone to prison to minister before? Somebody told you that I was preached to, to repent, but I don't know the devil that was against me. Each time I want to make this decision, something discourages me. You see, we have landed today. But you had this word. You caught the fire. I see you today shining. So we are thanking him. No wonder each time God's servant make another call. A source comes out to surrender to Jesus. It looks as if he has one, one, one God or one diamond like that. Why? Because souls are important to God. No matter your car. No matter your heart. It cannot move our father. What moves him is seeing souls being saved. And every genuine man of God knows that. So the gift of righteousness 
that you were privileged to know God is enough to give him thanks. So when they said, do you have thanksgiving? Don't start looking at your list. I asked God for 21 things. He could only do one. Then why will I thank him? You forgot that some of your colleagues, I know of three of my friends now, they are already mad in the village. We started rough life together. We started smoking together. But they could not leave it. I caught the fire. One day one saw me say, you, I know, within three months you're out of it. I said, no, I knew what I got. This is I hold it tight. Three of them, one is dead now. Each time I look at them, they graduated from marijuana to cocaine. So, appreciate him for the gift of righteousness and salvation. Why are we thanking Have you not seen people on the road? Especially when you go to Ogogoro joint. You look at people. Their, their face, their face is swollen. Other part of the body are shrink like this. You just say, Father, thank you for my life. Have you ever experienced that before? Thank you for my life. So, thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for the gift of righteousness. If you want to thank you, see, there is a way you appreciate God. Even that thing you think that is important, it's just something that will not take him anything. These are the most important part of Thanksgiving. Somebody shout hallelujah. Psalm chapter 7, verse 17. Thank him for the gift of salvation. Let us hear what David said. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness. And we sing praise to the name of the Lord Moshai. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness. So your praise should be according to the gift of righteousness in you. So many people are looking for this. There are people with millions of naira in their account. They are only asking God, if you can take this and give me you. That's why we sang that song. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Give me you. And hold nothing back. Just give me you. Every other thing can wait. If you have this God, it is enough reason to give him thanks. Somebody shout hallelujah. Number three. Why are we thanking God? We are thanking him. For wisdom and power. Daniel, we are thanking him for what? Wisdom and power. Daniel chapter 2 verse 23. Wisdom. No wonder Solomon they brought issue to him. Not knowing what to do. But wisdom guided him. They asked Jesus. He said that nobody should commit adultery. But this woman has done it. And he said anybody that commits such act. He should stone to death. And Jesus don't know what to do. He sat there and said, Father, this one is you. They have thrown the word to me. I throw it back to you. What should I tell them? I'm talking about wisdom and power. If I tell them to stone, they will say, but you said, that shall not kill. Then why are you asking us to stone her? If you say, but free her, there's a meaning you're also condemning, approving what you condemn, that anybody that commits adultery should be killed. So what do we do now? He now bent down his head. Azariah listening to the small still voice from his father. And he said to him, return back the question to them. And Jesus woke up. He said, okay. Alright. I have received your complaint. But if there be any among you that have not done this thing this woman did, be the first to cast the stone. He did not lift up his head. His head was down. Before he could lift up his head, all of them disappeared. 
wisdom and power. He was able to return the wisdom. He was able to return the power. So, thank him for the value of wisdom and power. There are some businesses you are doing today. If not for the wisdom of God, you will not be there. There are some things you are able to do today. The wisdom came. We don't value these things. All we value is my friend has just bought a car. If you see the house of my friends, eh? if you see the, the kind of result he or she got, no, these are not important. These are the most important aspect of Thanksgiving. How many of you have ever woke up one day and said, Father, thank you for the privilege of urinating. Thank you for the privilege of defecating. Thank you. Some people have been in the hospital because they couldn't fart. So these are the important things we are talking about. Appreciating for what wisdom and power is I thank thee and praise the older God of my fathers who has given me wisdom and might and has made known unto me now what we desire of thee for that has now made known unto us the case master, the case matter, the case matter. So when there is the word of wisdom and power on you, you become a king in any territory you find yourself. There are people that are ruling today because of one idea they provided. There are people that are shining today because of a divine idea that God put in them and they began to shine. Hallelujah. These are the most important things in life to appreciate it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Lastly, on why we thank God. What are we thanking God for? We thank Him for peace. Appreciate Him for peace. Kaduna is on fire now. To be sincere, it takes a level of spiritual power for you to travel to Kaduna now using road or even a train. Peace, God. There are families that are in crisis. No peace. So I appreciate him for peace. There are people that have billows in their account. They cannot sleep in their house. No peace. What is the value of money when that, that same money cannot give you peace? Appreciate him for peace. In the place of your job, peace. In your academy, peace. Appreciate him for peace. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. I'm rounding up now. He said, be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known, made known unto God. Go down. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ. It shall keep your heart. You will not be troubled. You will not be perplexed. Satan hit you front and back. But the peace of God said, Be still and know that I'm with you. Challenges we don't know. The peace of God is in me. Recently, I faced some challenges. I called some brothers in church. I'm about giving up. Can you can't see me? They said, Do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. See, let me tell you, there are angels everywhere. God can use your fellow human being in form of angel. That is why it's good to hear when God said, Call this person and share this problem with him or her. Satan will say it will begin. The person will use it to be gossiping against you. Don't tell him or her. No. When it is God that instructs you to talk to a brother, a newborn again, brother or sister, for a particular issue, listen, the counsel will help you. It will bring peace. He said, The peace that passeth all understanding. 
So when you begin to thank God for peace, everything around you will begin to work. Somebody shout hallelujah. You know, God brought back mommy message yesterday to me when she opened our eyes about Thanksgiving. You know, in churches where we want to thank God, bring your khaki, register your baby. These are all we know about Thanksgiving. But these little, little things you don't know. That is why when you don't have those things, you begin to live under pressure. Satan will hit you and hit you hard. Can't you see Mary? Can't you see Mary? Is it not the same time you people are graduated? Look at how she shines. She's even married now with two kids. You, you have not gotten a better job. You, you have not married. No baby. From there, you begin to die. You begin to compare yourself with friends. Let me tell you, you may be cosmate, but you are not destiny mate. Am I talking to us? Be happy. Be happy. None of my cosmates can intimidate me. Whatever you have needs for you. And sure, no, but let me tell you the truth. Nobody is better than you. Can you tell yourself nobody is better than me? You are at your own very best. Be shining, you are shine. I will shine my own shine. We are colleagues and they send me away. It doesn't matter. God has done it so that I can think we and get wisdom to start it. Let me tell you, there are people that they either they sack them or they resign. And they are doing better than the company that push them away. God can use problem and rearrange your life. He didn't get it. He can use problem and rearrange your life. You may be thinking that that thing is God to you. God said, no, I have a better thing than where you are now. They need to use problem to push you out so that you can focus and get what you want in life. Am I talking to us? Don't be carried away. Be happy. Be joyful. Challenge you to go fine. All of us, daddy has told us here, this is a father that can tell you the truth. That if anybody tells you that all is well, that you will not have any issue, be born again, this is a lie. If you are here, you are not passing through challenges, check your spiritual life, something is wrong. Something is wrong. As a child of God, what promoters are the things you go through? If you don't go through this, this will not go through you. Am I talking to us? Be happy. Be joyful. I see what God will do in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Then what do I do in time of Thanksgiving? When Satan hits me, I will rush it now. Hit me left, hit me right. But Pastor said this week shall be your week of elevation. It is that week that Satan attack you more. <laughs> he said, but Pastor said, is it I don't believe the word? No. No, the word came his way. Most times God wants to test our faith. He wants to test our capability, our confession. Father, I know I love you. I love you. In my situation, I love you. In everything I'm going to say, let me just give you one challenge. Bam! He said, But Lord, I've been serving you. I've never missed church one day. Where are you when I was going? He said, No, your love has not been tested. When your love is being tested, no matter what you are going through, don't complain. You appreciate it. Anytime you complain, you compound your issues. Seek advice, seek godly counsel. I even meet you tomorrow, even last week. I called some brothers. This area, I know you are my mentor. Can you guide me? I'm facing this, I'm facing that. I received one counsel that gave me this piece I just talked about. He said, even me, because I thought, I saw God, you are fine. He said, even me, I'm going through so, so, so thing. Counsel came, peace came. Be thankful. So number one, what do you do while thanking God and things are not working out? One, Maintain his presence. Don't allow his presence to leave you. Esther chapter 33. 
Moses said to him, Father, if you know that your presence will not go with us, please let us remain here. So his presence with you is with you. Don't allow the devil to steal his presence from you. What do you do? Why thanking God and things are not working out as you expected? Maintain his presence. Number two, walk in faith. Let your faith be strong. Let your faith be intact. God said, faith is a divine currency with which we possess whatever we desire in life. Maintain a strong faith. And number three, be persistent. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. And lastly, walk with patience. Walk with what? Patience. Why thanking God? Issues will come. Be patient. You will see what God will do. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. In conclusion, no matter the giant, I want to quote that. He said, no matter how powerful the giant is, it cannot be giant enough to pull you down. So no matter the giant facing you now, there's a lion in you. Don't give up. Be grateful to God. Always be happy. Knowing fully well. He can't fail. He can't change. Whatever he has promised you must surely come to pass. Please stand to your feet as we welcome God's hand. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for the opportunity to be able to stand in front of every one of you. Just flowing from his message. We should learn to thank God for things we cannot see. Hallelujah. Because the things that are unseen are the things that regulate the things that we see with our eyes. Hallelujah. You see, he, he focused on wisdom, thanking God for wisdom, thanking God for salvation, thanking God for his love. You know, when he spoke about thanking God for his love, it touched me somewhere. Until you appreciate and understand how much God loves you, you, can, you cannot feel for God. Are you with me? The heart you have for God comes from a place of appreciating how much he loves you. That's why I love one song so much. The reckless, overwhelming, reckless love of God. When I used to be very judgmental, I used to be, you know, those kind of people that we think we, we know God so much. So when we see people appreciating God in a particular way, in our mind we'll be thinking, huh, we have passed there. <laughs> but a season came in my life and, and God showed me, he showed me, let me say, he showed me Pepe. It made me realize that you are nothing. You are nothing. Whatever you think you are is rubbish. God now made me understand love. Because circumstances reduced me to, to grass. Grass is too high. Circumstances took me under. But that was when God came. And he showed me what love is. Thanking God for things you cannot see. You can't see love, but you can experience it. These things are tangible. These things are real. And I believe these are the things we should really thank God more for. Because it's from these things that even the physical things come from. Seeking first the kingdom of God. Every other thing starts coming. This thing starts coming when the invincible things, when the things we cannot see, which are already in God, when we are we're already embracing and living by those things. That's when these physical things start coming. 
You know, most churches, Thanksgiving is always very intimidating. Very intimidating. Because, you know, people will come with khakis. People will come and talk about uh, bring their future spouses. People will come with babies. There's so much. Thanksgiving Sunday can be so, so intimidating for those who are in waiting. Hallelujah. But I want to encourage every one of us today that there is more to thank God for. And can we start from the things eyes cannot see? Let's start from the things eyes cannot see. The things that God has made available for us that only those who go far with God can experience. Hallelujah. And finally, can we just read from Romans 12? Romans 12, 1. There's this version I like, contemporary English version. Well, I like for this particular verse because different verses, different translations. It says, dear friends, God is good. So I beg you to offer your bodies to him as a living sacrifice, pure and pleasing. That is the most sensible way to serve God. When someone loves you, it's only rational to love back. Hallelujah. Women naturally love. When you show a woman love, she, she loves you back. I want to believe it's so for, for men too. I believe my husband, as I love him, he loves me back. But I don't know if it's same for all men. But I know women naturally are lovers. So God is telling us today, I love you. As I love you, be sensible. Be reasonable. The most I'm asking from you is to love me back. And how do you show me you love me? It's by thanking me. Using your life to serve me. He says, offer your bodies to him as a living sacrifice. Pure and pleasing. That is the most sensible way. That is the most sensible way to serve God. And New Living Translation also has a good, good interpretation of this. It says, so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you. Give your bodies to God. Because of all he has done for you. Hallelujah. Because you know when you when you think of God, if you can if you re, if you are convinced God loves you, I tell you there there is something in you that wants to do something for him. You know sometimes somebody somebody may show you so much kindness, you'll be asking in your heart, how do I bless this person? Last week someone blessed my children with very wonderful clothes and from time to time this person keeps buying things for my children and I will sit down in my heart I say God what kindness how can I bless are you with me if you are convinced God loves you every day you'll be asking yourself what will I do for God but the ABC step God is asking from you today he say don't do so much give me your body he's saying this is the most reasonable thing you can do Let's start from there. Give me your body. Just, just give me your body. That's the most reasonable thing you can do. Hallelujah. Can we just close our eyes and say, God, I thank you for love. You love me with an overwhelming, extraordinary kind of love. The love that marriage cannot give you. The love that no boyfriend will give you, no father will give you. The love I cannot touch, but God, I know it's there. I know it's real. The love that keeps me through trials, through temptations. The love that keeps me through troubles. Even when the whole world is turning upside down, the love of God that keeps me going. The love of God that keeps reassuring me that my life is more than this. 
the love of God that keeps reassuring me that if Jesus Christ could find me so valuable to die for me, I cannot die useless. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your love that strengthens me, strengthens me beyond everything that life throws at me. Strengthens me beyond what people call me. It strengthens me beyond how I even perceive myself. I thank you for that love. And can we say, God, eh, for this thing you have done for me, I will do for you back. I will give something to you. I'll give you my body. I'll give you my life. I'll give you my time. I'll give you my everything. 